but we're going to talk about at, right out the get-go of enforcing your rights. You know, God did not just make you to then say, okay, good luck. Unleashed. <laughs> Like, he's not mean like that. He's given yeah. us authority. You know, Psalm 115 says the heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he's given to the sons of man. Yeah. So everything that happens under this earth, we have authority. We are able to have authority over it. Yeah. We are given righteousness. Pastor was talking last week about enforcing our righteousness. Yeah. And yet so many people, they're up and they're down. We talked about that last week, yeah. too. And... We have been given the gift yeah. of righteousness. We've been given the gift of authority, and yet we've been up and down. And there's yeah. a way that we can enforce those things so that way we stay on the up and up, on the incline in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, when we look at God in the Word, you know, just to see what He's like, because uh, we're supposed to be like Him. We're His children. We're supposed to be recognized, you know, as His children. Like, hey, this person you know, reminds me of the character and nature of God. And when we look at God, we never see him, you know, up and down and up and down. And well, you know, people, I'm just, humanity, I'm having a bad day today. So I'm sorry. Like, that's why it's raining, because I'm having a bad day. Like, we never see yeah, God like that. Oh. It's not God. It's not <laughs> God and the angels all crying Honestly, in Honestly, people <laughs> told me that's what it was for a really long time. Oh like, there are, people, there are people that believe that. Like, it's, it's raining. God's upset today, like thunder. That's God mad. That's terrible. I'm telling you. That's I grew good. up that's this terrible. way. It's terrible. Oh, I'll score my Bye. Well, guys, it's just Bye. us three now. See you later. Have fun. You can't go anywhere because you're cord. <laughs> I mean, he could unclip himself, but you can come back now. Okay, thanks. <laughs> we we don't see God as up and down, you know, and he's he's our greatest example. Yeah. So if we know that that's the end goal is for us to be, you know, like God in that way, then I should be going towards yeah. having less and less up and down days. For sure. So, you know, how do we do that? And that's what we're kind of discussing today. How do we do it? Well, guys, um, <laughs> be led. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> okay, bye. Have a nice lunch. Um, Grayson said, oh yeah, the worst are the ones who give Satan the power over the weather. You know that southernism of when it's raining but the sun is out. No. I'm, no, I don't. But I don't <laughs> like that thought. <laughs> I thank terrible. You, thank you for knowing that that happens, though. Like, for, absolutely, I was told that growing up. Really? For sure. That's terrible. No, 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 no. There are so many people that, like, <laughs> misappropriate stuff to God. Like, stuff that isn't yeah. him. It's not him at yeah. all. Like, God is not, so much of what we've learned God is, mm -hmm. is not God. It's our own feelings or our yeah. own experiences yeah. or our own bias, and it's not him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, um, like hurricanes and stuff. Like, God was just, like, Temper righteously tantrum. angry or something. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not that at no. all. We talked about that yesterday. Like, yeah. not um, a really big stumbling block is uh, kind of, like, making your flesh thinking that God has the nature of your flesh. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. Like we he doesn't have the nature of our flesh where our flesh is like gets mad at somebody and then wants to stay mad at them and not forgive them yeah. or stuff like that. Like he's 
He is not like our flesh in any yeah. way. Yeah. Grayson said, it makes me sad when people truly feel that God is punishing them. Yes. Yeah. We've been talking about that a lot recently with the righteousness yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. That's key. It's huge to know God's not mad at you. You have rights. Yeah. You can enforce those rights because you are made righteous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the ways, like, what had been coming up to me earlier is, and we've talked a lot about Mm -hmm. this, like, you can't have been at Boomerang or on the What's Right broadcast for long and not have heard pastor or one of us talk about the need of mental strength. We actually have a broadcast called You Need to Be Mentally Strong. Mm -hmm. But really, one of the ways to enforce your rights is enforcing (laughs) it in the mind first. Like, we often will think that, that we win physically first and then the spiritual will follow. But the backwards is actually accurate. Like when we apply Mm -hmm. faith, our, what we apply faith in, like when we apply faith in the word, that's when it has to produce. Like faith produces, period. And the flesh sometimes, like even me saying that right there, I had flesh that was like, I've applied faith before. It hasn't worked. That's an experience. My faith will produce godly fruit if I don't back off of it. Like, my faith will produce. And it's my responsibility. Enforcing my rights is enforcing Mm -hmm. it in my mind. Because my spirit man's always going to apply faith. Like, my spirit man's always going to lean that way and say, believe bigger, dream bigger, think bigger. But it's in the soul where our soul is like, I don't know if I actually do deserve this. I don't know if I actually should be healed. Like, it's hurting. Uh, Maybe I just need to, like, walk it out a little bit more. Yeah, experiential doctrine. It's uh, mm-hmm. very, very dangerous. Um, it, but it reminds me of the, what is the verse that says, like, let every man be a liar and God be true. Like, yeah. I don't, like, it, it shouldn't matter what we've experienced. Like, pastor, I love when pastor says this. Like, if he lays hands on someone or believes for something yeah. and it doesn't work, he, not in a condemning way, but he's going to attribute that to himself, yeah. not yeah. to God. But, like, yeah. I mean, it's so it's so easy. Even me, like, I could be, we could be on the broadcast right now and, like, be, be you can, like, sense faith. You can sense the anointing, and then it turns off, and it's like, well, the broadcast, either, like, I've had to stop before. Well, the broadcast is over, so I'm going to go back to work, and it's just going to be, like, yeah. mundane and, like, tired and difficult and stuff like that. But that's just constantly, that's experiential. And one thing, this is kind of taking a turn a little bit, but one thing we were talking about this morning is we have been under the word so much recently, Mm -hmm. a powerful word of righteousness. But one thing that I'm needing to do, I've noticed even just the past few days, this word has come, this word about righteousness and our rights has come, but it's time to enforce it because your flesh is going to try to 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 steer you away right. like your flesh has a has a default um it's kind of like honestly um like i've been um going to the chiropractor because like honestly my like i'm not blaming this on like oh god's not healing me or anything like that i've had really bad posture yeah. i haven't exercised well like my back has not i've not done well with that so it's like my back has been like just sitting up straight I'm using new muscles. Yeah. But for the past few days, I've noticed my muscles are kind of sore because I've been using them in a way that I've yeah. never used them before. But I'll con- like my flesh will like to constantly go back to this. 
constantly over yeah. and over mm-hmm. again. But I shouldn't like catch myself like this and be like, "Oh, come on, Marky, you don't have it yeah. all figured out right now." Yeah. No, I'm building myself. Like I'm building my back muscles to be able to stand up straight, and that's kind of、yeah. what we're doing right now. So even if like this week or the, even today, if you're like, "Okay, I've been learning about righteousness, but I had a thought and it wasn't, it it didn't line up with righteousness.、Yeah. I had a thought and I was,、uh, I wasn't receiving God's grace and、yeah. His goodness." And if you've been like me, where you like your flesh has just wanted to beat you up, like oh, I don't have it all together right now. Like I just kind of、mm-hmm. wanted to talk about that of、yeah. not going to your flesh's default, but having a new normal. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Well, and one of the things that had like Mark when we were talking about it, I said to Marky, a lot of the times the seed. Is stolen because we allow、mm-hmm. it to just be laying around. You know, the、yeah. word tells us that the thief comes immediately to steal the seed of the word. But、yeah. how could a thief get to a seed unless I am just leaving it lying out? Right. You know what I mean? Like if I have something valuable and treasured of mine, I take care of it. I know where it is. Like it's、yeah. it's not something that I'm just letting lay around for anybody to get to. Like、yeah. I. Esteem it, and、yeah. when we esteem, you know, the seed of righteousness, the seeds that、yeah. the Lord's been speaking to us, whether in a church setting, through your pastors, through your friends, you know, even if you're watching、yeah. TV and the Lord brings something up to you, the Lord can communicate to you at any point. But what we do with those seeds of life. Determines、mm-hmm. whether or not they're stolen from us, and you、yeah. see that in Mark four.、Yeah. You know, it's the parable of the sower and the soils. Yeah. Jesus began to teach again by the sea, and he says, "Listen to this: the sower went out to sow, and as he was sowing, some seed fell beside the road, and the birds came up and ate it. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of soil. And after the sun had risen, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away." Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and yielded no crop. Other seeds fell into the good soil, and as they grew up and increased, they yielded a crop and produced thirty, sixty, a hundredfold. And you know that it's one of those teachings that I've heard in the past, and I've always assumed, okay, well, I went into church that day. I was bad soil this day. I got nothing at all. <laughs> so. I just missed everything good that God wanted for me this day because I was bad soil. But you know, the reality is, I can change the soil as soon as I choose to change the soil. Yeah. And you go over, and it says the kingdom of God in Matthew four or Mark four twenty six. The kingdom of God is like a man who casts seeds upon the soil, not just. Good soil, the soil, and when he goes to bed at night and gets up by day, the seed sprouts and grows. How he himself doesn't know. The soil produces crops by itself. First the blade, then the head, and the mature grain in the head. You know, you think about it. If you have rocky ground, and I just scattered sunflower seeds outside, like just in the parking lot. The parking lot is not going to produce for me sunflowers.、Mm-hmm. But if I recognize, ah, that wasn't good ground. And I still have the seeds in front of me. I can choose to pick、mm. those seeds back up, prepare a ground that's good for it, and then replant them. Yeah. Just yeah. because you were in a moment where maybe the soil wasn't great,、yeah. I, that doesn't mean that the goodness of God is unavailable for me until I get my stuff、yeah. together.、Oh, yeah. It means that the seeds are still out there. I can grab them by faith and、yeah. make myself good soil, so that way they start producing. And、yeah. it's kind of that way with our、mm-hmm. rights too. Our rights are always available. 
unsustainable. My life has gone up and down because I have not always known this. But that doesn't mean that I've got to get perfect before I enforce it. It means that, no, I'm going to esteem the the seeds of righteousness that were just implanted into me last week. And even though my soil may not be completely perfect, this word says that the seeds are going to produce. Yeah. The seeds will produce. A seed of yeah. God will produce. Yeah. But I'm not going to just allow it to get plucked up and eaten by bad and oppression and uh, doubt and all this other stuff. I'm going to guard that seed. Yeah. So that way, even if I'm in a wrong position, I can then allow the word to activate in me. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in the past, I have let seeds fall to the wayside because I haven't always had a revelation of what we talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so I've like been in services and been like, because I've known the character and nature of God and his goodwill for like other people, I've been so excited and known like when people have gone up for healing, like I've known, you know, no matter what or how they got hurt, God wants them healed. His mercies are there. He wants them healed. And, but then like when I have, you know, bumped my toe or something and needed healing, I've like had all these thoughts of, well, it happened for this reason. It was my fault. I shouldn't have done this. I didn't do this. I, all these things and all these excuses. And so I've known, you know, no matter what everyone else has done, God has mercy for them. You know, even if they're the worst person ever in this world, he loves them and wants mercies for them. But because I hadn't in the past had revelation of what we talked about yesterday on the broadcast, I would be so excited for everyone else to receive, but I felt like there were so many reasons why I couldn't receive. Yeah. So I would hear all the good teaching, but you know, it would it would hit me, but I wouldn't completely reach out to grab a hold of and apply, you know, the righteousness that we heard about last week. Yeah. Reach out and apply, you know, anything we've taught on this broadcast because I thought, you know, God really wants this for everyone else, but I just don't know if I can do this. Um and sometimes there didn't even feel like there was a complete reason. It just felt like I couldn't uh, yeah. for some reason or another. Uh, and that's totally a lie. God wants this for you so much. His promises are yes and amen always. Not just for everyone, you know, whether they've done everything perfect or not. Uh, God sent his son when he knew, when we were in the worst of worst places, when we were completely his enemies and... You know, it really helped me knowing that he sent, what we talked about last week, he sent Jesus when we were his enemies, and he said, I'm pleased with you. I think, like, I was really scared that God would be pleased with everyone because he knew they were trying. And even though I was trying, I felt like I wasn't trying enough. Sure. But he was, he sent his angels to tell us he's pleased with man. When we were his enemies, you know. Yeah. And if he was pleased with us then, then if I'm, tr- even, especially when I'm trying, if I, you know, have a noble failure moment, I tried and I messed up, you know, he, that doesn't take away whether he's pleased with me or not. Sure. He still has his promises. What we've talked about on the broadcast for the past weeks, all of that is still for us, whether you feel like it or not, because feelings aren't, are, you know, they aren't what guide us. And that really helped me to receive all that I heard teaching on and everything and realize it's not just for everyone else. This is for me too, whether I can see it or not. Yeah. It's for me too. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Hannah put in the comments, I was just talking to someone the Lord led me to pray for that was talking about 
how he was tilling rocky soil last night to plant seeds. Mind blown. God is so, so cool. Uh, no matter what you've done, God yeah. has mercy for you. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like with, it's, it's like with my back. Like even if I've had a moment where I've, I've, um, I've messed it up. It, it, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. You don't have to, like, let's say you've been doing great. Like, you've been, like, receiving from the Lord. You've been receiving this revelation of righteousness. You've been doing really, really good. And then you have a moment where you're like, I missed it. You don't have to pay a price For sure. to go yeah. back to yeah. correcting it. If I notice that my back's like this, I don't have to stay here. Like, oh, no. Sure. Let <laughs> me stay here for a few minutes. No. All I have to do is get right back up like this yeah. and and yeah I, that's for me though that's for like i i had a moment like like a couple days ago where i like like i was doing like i thought that i was doing like really good and then i had a moment where it was like bam like I, that was not good and then i just with the lord's help help me pick myself back help me like get back up again and it was yeah. just like it was like it never happened. Yeah. And yeah. the enemy wants us to be like, no, it's not for you. Right. Or hey, you know, you've been listening to this righteousness message and you've been growing a lot, but you just don't have what it takes to like stay the distance, to like keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I just feel like people need to know right now, myself included, like this isn't just a well, we've had a great couple of weeks, we've had a great growth. But it's gonna go back down. No. Like no. Yeah. Not at all. I just didn't know if you had anything. No. Okay. Um, no, like one of those things that we have to do is retrain our habits, retrain our thoughts. And yeah. just like you're talking about physically, like going from slumping to like having your shoulders back. It's what we have to do with any habit that has been ungodly. So like you're in a moment and you realize the Lord brings something to the surface of this has been yeah. a problem. What do you do? Or like, you know, last week, a revelation of righteousness. The flesh very quickly can turn that into condemnation of, well, you yeah. weren't being righteous before. Like you weren't enforcing that at all. And it's retraining ourselves to start forming mental habits and being strong in our mind. So that way, yeah. like, let's say it was a moment like you were talking about where you're up and then moved down, whatever. Yeah. The flesh wants to make us dwell on those things. Yeah. Well, I missed that. Yeah. I missed it. I received mercy, but man, I missed it. I can't believe I missed it. But the word very clearly tells us in Philippians 4, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever yeah. is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good reputation, if there's yeah. any excellence and if anything's worthy of praise, <laughs> dwell on these things. Yeah. And when we dwell yeah. on any mistake that we make, there's no like pleasure in that. Like I'm not lifting my hands in praise because I messed up. Yeah. Like, no one's doing that. Like, oh, man, God, I was in doubt. Praise God I'm in doubt, amen? Like, you're not doing that. When yeah. you put your hand to the plow and look behind, you're not fitting for the kingdom. Yeah. So the first thing that I have to do in enforcing who I am in God is disciplining my mind to stop mm -hmm. thinking ungodly thoughts. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. think that I'm less than who God's made me to be. I can't imagine myself as unhealed or in yeah. sickness because that's not worthy of praise. So if I'm imagining mm -hmm. myself sick or hurt, that's 
me not enforcing my rights, that's letting yeah. a, a right in my mind be stripped away. Yeah. And I'm in fear, then that's a mental yeah. thought that I'm not taking captive. And so enforcing our rights, it really starts in the mind because our spirits, right. like we were saying earlier, it's always going to go toward faith. Our flesh is yeah. always going to go toward corruption. So what pastor's been saying recently, the battlefield is in the mind. And if our mind is set on things of life, mm-hmm. then we will see life produced. If our yeah. mind is set on things of this, uh, the flesh, it'll lead to death. Yeah. It's spirit yeah. life, flesh death. It's really yeah. easy. But it's for so long, it's been that, that crazy in our head of, well, I'm thinking a good thought. I'm thinking a bad thought. The angel and the devil on the shoulder. No, kick the devil off your shoulder. Kick yeah. him out of your head. He doesn't yeah. even need to be there. And just enforce, no, I'm mm-hmm. healed. No, I am a joyful person. I'm not grumpy yeah. today. I am a joyful person. Yeah. Well, I've always been grumpy. Doesn't matter. You may have been that dwarf, but be the happy dwarf. Yeah. Like, get rid of the grumpy one. Be the happy one. Because God's called us to be joyful. It's that yeah. choosing to take who mm-hmm. we are by the horns and not let it go. Yeah. I found those thoughts have tried to come, you know, anything along those long uh, along those lines uh wrongly have come more when I haven't purposed myself to put on Thanksgiving. Sure. And it's not that I've been unthankful. I just haven't, you know, I've forgotten to, you know, purpose myself to put on Thanksgiving. And I've recognized it more and more recently because I've just been realizing the importance of Thanksgiving. And I cannot tell you how many times I've like gotten in my car after, you know, a rough day and not that anything was particularly terrible, but just the enemy being the enemy and attacking in the mind. And I've gotten in the car after a rough day and been like, you know what? I just need to set, you know, my mind straight, set it on the Lord. And every time he has led me, to Thanksgiving every yeah. single time. And so I'll just start driving, Lord, Lord, thank you for whatever. And if I can't think of something, I'll just look outside at what's around me. I'll just start there, like, because I love the clouds. Thank you, Lord, for the clouds. You know, they're really beautiful today. Yeah. Thank you for, you know, how the sky looks today. Thank you for the weather, for the season we're in. And just yeah. start, and as soon as you start, more things will come and more things will come. And before long, you'll realize that your mind has been completely reset because Thanksgiving is so powerful. (laughs) And it'll set on what truly matters. And whatever, you know, lies that the enemy has thrown are just distractions. And as long as we meditate on them, we're meditating on the distractions. And it has taken me so far off the path. But as soon as I'll bring myself back around into Thanksgiving, it sets us right back up in line with God in line with him, pointed towards him, pointed towards him. And this is what Pastor talked about on Sunday as well with, you know, clarity. But it's so important to have a heart of thanksgiving. And that'll really set us straight with all of this stuff of, well, I don't feel like, you know, like I'm worth it or anything. Yeah. Once you start thinking of all the good things that God's put in your life, even if you don't feel like it's that much, once you just start actually verbally giving him praise for it, Like, I've realized so much. There is so much to be thankful for. God does have mercies on me. His mercies have been throughout my entire life, and they're not just stopping right now. They're going forward, and that will really help. It's really helped me reset any thoughts, reset my mind towards him. Yeah. In uh, David Young E. Cho's book, The Fourth Dimension, he talks about how, like, 
these neuroscientists came to him and uh, they were they were saying, "Hey, Dr. Joe, like we we made this big discovery, and we discovered that the speech center of the brain actually like rules the the entire body." And um, and basically they were saying like if if I were to say like I'm getting old, you know my my body will hear that and then begin to basically prepare itself for death. You yeah. know if if I'm say, if I'm saying but if I begin to speak like life over my body, you know like they yeah. this is basically what the neuroscientists were saying, like my my body will will hear that and react accordingly. Uh-huh. And so um, and so you know Dr. Cho said actually you know. I've known that for for years, you know, he yeah. said, you know, because it's in the Bible, like, the, yeah. you know, he was talking about how the tongue is like the rudder of, of, yeah. of our lives, you know, uh, in the book of James, like death and life are in the power of the tongue. But Jesus says, we speak what we're full of, yeah. right? So what we're meditating on will basically eventually end up right. coming on our, out of our mouths. If I'm meditating on things that aren't worthy of praise, mm-hmm. eventually I'm going to find myself, I'm always complaining, I'm always talking about what's not right, or I'm afraid of this or that or that. And yeah. what, what eventually ends up happening is we're not actually re- able to reap the harvest that God intends for us to reap because, yeah. because our mouths yeah. are basically cr- killing our harvest before it can manifest. And so, and so starting in the brain... As we begin to rewire those thoughts to to God right. to God's things and to the goodness of God, it'll it, it'll innately come out of yeah. our mouth because that's what we're filling our hearts with. But mm-hmm. if we're, we're yeah. filling our hearts with discouragement and pain yeah. and all these things, that's going to be what comes out of our mouth. Yeah. And, or we can say the right things, but but everything inside of us we've already convinced ourselves. Like we yeah. can tr- be making a confession, but everything you know inside of us is like I don't believe anything I'm saying. Like. On yeah. the heel of the Lord, but we've been meditating for for that whole time, yeah. you know, on on the symptoms or on, on things that are going wrong, and we're like, okay, well, I'll just try what the preacher said. Okay, I'm the heel of the Lord. Okay, I didn't get healed. Like yeah. we're not speaking in faith. We're not speaking yeah. out of our heart, and so we need to to do what uh, Romans twelve two says. You know, uh, tra- renew your mind. We need to renew our mind. Yeah. Pastor said on Sunday, how do we do that by the washing of the water of the word? Yeah. We need to let the word completely change the way we think. And yeah. when that happens, it changes the way we speak. And when that happens, think, mountains begin to move. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thanksgiving is the key to the presence mm-hmm. of God. Like Pastor yeah. has yeah. talked about that before, <laughs> about how you enter his gates with Thanksgiving. You enter yeah. his courts with praise. Yeah. The very first step of even getting close to God is that Thanksgiving, that thankfulness. Right. And I was listening to Brother Tracy I think it was yesterday I was listening to him preaching and he had said, you know, a lack of thanksgiving is really the step to unholiness. He's like, when you're not thankful, it leads you to a place eventually where you're not holy because you're not thankful for the things of God. That thanksgiving keeps you in that place of humility because we recognize I did nothing on my own to get here. Everything good that I have comes from God with whom there's no variation nor shadow of turning. Like my God is the supply of every good part of my life. And when we're truly thankful, that's where that rewiring will start because it's not, there's no doubting his character and nature when we recognize God's the one that filled my body with thanks with or with air today. He's the one that filled my bones with strength to be able to stand up. He gave me energy to wake up. My God is such a good God. And when that Thanksgiving does start to come out of you, you're not thankful for bad. Like, it's not like you're like, God, thank you for making me sick. 
Now, that's not who God is. There are some people that will take that falsely and just right. attribute everything that happens in life to God. Yeah. But that's not who he is. He is the giver of good. He is the giver of good things. If it's good and perfect and pure and honorable and lovely and of good reputation, that's who he is. Yeah. He's not giving the crap. Um, like, honestly, I've been so negative in the past and so ruled by my flesh that just when someone was talking about, like, Thanksgiving is key, like, my flesh has been, like, great. <laughs> like, my flesh has just, like, rolled its eyes. Like, not physically, but, like, in, like, emotionally. It's sure. just been, like, oh, my gosh. Like, sure. Yeah, okay. Or, like, praise. Like, praise is the key to your victory. And my flesh has been, like, okay. Like, I mean, the flesh is corrupt, so, like, like hey, you guys have the same flesh that I do. Like, it's all the, it's all bad. It's a matter if we're listening to it or not. But, like, and, and that may be, like, we, there may be people watching where you're at the place where just saying, like, Thanksgiving is, is how you enter into the Lord's presence or different things like that. It may be like, you know what? I've never done this before. I've heard it for years. Yeah. And your flesh may be like, I don't want to. And that is a proof of why yeah. <laughs> why we need to. Why yeah, yeah. you need to. Is if if you feel at all that your flesh is like underesteeming that or just plain doesn't want to do that, yeah. That is that is a key. Yeah. And but the thing is is it's exciting because as you make <laughs> that shift, um it's it's really like it's it's what we're designed for. Yeah. So you'll never like be uh, well, I don't want to make like a like a, a, a really hard absolute statement. absolute statement. But the thing yeah. is, is when you are praising God, when you're thanking Him, you are operating like you were designed to operate. Yep. Yeah. So even though your flesh may be fighting it, even right now, like I have parts of my flesh that all the time when this is brought up, I still have to crucify it and say, yeah. no, you are going to be thankful. Yeah. You don't. The flesh doesn't want to be, but you are going to be thankful right now. Yeah. But as you do it, and you don't let your flesh control you. It, it takes you to somewhere that you've never been. And if, yeah. if, if you've never experienced that, yeah. all we have to do is like this with a, a bad posture is just, oh, pick it back up again. And, and it may yeah. not feel normal. Mm -hmm. um, someone a couple days ago, they told me, they're like, I've noticed I've had a really bad posture. It's funny I keep talking about posture, but literally, I, I didn't even talk to this person about my posture. They just told me, I've had a really bad posture. It's been my normal. If you see me with a bad posture, can you please tell me? Because the thing is, is they didn't recognize it. Yeah, they didn't yeah. see it because it was so normal to them. And that may be where we've been, where being critical, negative has yeah. been so normal to us. But that's just because that's our flesh. Yeah. But it, all yeah. it takes is a, okay, I'm going to be thankful. Okay, yeah. I'm going to praise. And then instantly, spiritually, we're translated to a new place. For sure. Yeah. I can tell you when there's been the times where I've really purposed myself to focus on the positive, to focus on giving God praise and thanks for every good thing. In those in those times, there have been I've recognized attacks that have come and like things that just would have normally like offended me. Like when this person said this, I would have had to like work on like, okay, that kind of hurt, but you know, whatever, I'll just forgive them. And like those times have come and I've been like, that didn't bother me at all. Yeah. And it, it was it's almost stood out as like What's what's wrong? That didn't yeah. bother me at all, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, like, whoa! Is this real? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> maybe this. Maybe I should meditate on this more. So it does offend me. No, it's terrible. Don't do that. 
Amen. But it's the, op- it's the opposite. Opposite. That's the opposite of what you should do. In those times, I like I. It seriously felt like a shield almost. Yeah. And I haven't put it together always. Like, oh, why is this just kind of happening all of a sudden? But the more when we purpose ourselves to fill ourselves up with good, yeah. to fill ourselves up with the positive, and that's where we set our mind towards. That's what comes out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I never realized that until I started noticing, like, this normally would have offended me, and yeah. it didn't. This normally would have bothered me, but it didn't. And yeah. that was really weird. Yeah. And then I've noticed where I've slacked off at times, and I've just stopped, and, you know, there's just been, you know, a lot going on. Yeah. So I've focused on the problems more. And then, like, the tiniest thing has, like, set me off like yeah. a bomb. And I've been like, everything's wrong. <laughs> and it's it, they're directly linked to what we fill ourselves up with. And not just outwardly, but mainly what we think on, yeah. what we're meditating on. Are we meditating on, thank you, Lord, that you woke me up today. Thank you that I have breakfast. Thank you that you give me such good friends, family, you know, whatever it may be. Or are we focusing on how the, the things that we don't like? And that will really determine everything in our yeah. lives, really. Well, yeah. expectation is in there, too. Like, I, as you're talking, I'm yeah. thinking about Caroline, my daughter, that um, she's almost four months. But when she was born, like, before she was born, I was really concerned that I wouldn't know what to do. Like, I've, I've never really been around babies a whole lot. Like, kids, sure. Like, I've been around kids a lot, but not babies. And I... Like, I I prayed about it. I, obviously, I talked to pastors about it. And I just, when she was born, the nerves went away because I had spent time preparing. Yeah. I will, the Lord is my helper. Holy Spirit is my helper. He's going to help me with whatever it is I need to do. I've seen him do it when it's come to my career. I've seen him do it in my marriage. He's yeah. going to help me. And so I've watched other people hold her. And she's not a particularly fussy baby. Like, that's that's not her norm. She's very happy. Um, but in the moments where she's cried, like, I've seen other people just be like, I did here. Here you go. And I... Truly, like I was thinking about it yesterday. I'm sure it's happened like a few times. I just, I'm not remembering it. But for the most part, I don't remember myself ever getting frustrated. Like as she's been crying, like even at like her loudest moments, because I got it in me. I'm going to know what to do and it's going to be okay. You're, you're crying right now. It'll be okay. I, I don't know what you're saying to me, but Holy Spirit does. It'll be fine. We're going to try some things out. And I've been able to maintain yeah. patience and grace and love toward her without getting frazzled. Like, I, yeah. I truly don't. Re- I may have in the first couple weeks, but I don't remember myself, like, feeling frazzled where I'm like, get the kid away from me. Like, that's, <laughs> that's never been. I've always yeah. just believed I'm going to know what to do. Yeah. And... That expectation of my God's going to lead me to triumph. Yeah. When you face a situation, yeah. we don't have to worry of, well, am I going to be able to do this? Is this going to work out for me? Like, I don't yeah. know. if No, God's always leading you to triumph. He's always leading us to triumph no matter what we're looking at. So yeah. even if you've missed it in the past, you can take confidence knowing, you know, 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be to God who always leads me to triumph yeah. no matter what I'm looking at. So I can continue to think on the things worthy of praise when my flesh hasn't known what to do because God does. And when I need, when like push comes to shove and I need to know what to do, he's going to tell me what to do. 
Even if I don't know it up until that second, that doesn't mean that my path has changed at all. I'm still walking toward triumph, baby. Like it's not moving. I'm yeah. on the path to get yeah. there. And my God's going to tell me when I need to make a turn, if I right. need to make a turn. He'll tell me how to walk, if I need to walk any differently. You know, it's like this past weekend, pastor prayed over Serena at one point and he like, he told her to walk <laughs> it out. He like prayed her knee had been hurting. So she started walking and he stopped her. He's like, pick your knee up. And so she started walking. He's like, no, 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 pick your knee up like this. And he showed her how to walk. And she told me this morning, like as we were coming to prayer, that her knee has loosened up since that point in time. She's like, it's looser than it has been. Like it's, there's been so much relief that's come in there. Cause when she needed to know how to walk, God told her what to do. Not cause she did anything. She sat, she prayed over her own knee. Actually, it wasn't even just pastor prayed over it. She prayed over her knee. She enforced her rights. And then when she needed help to know what to do, she had it. She didn't have to do anything. God told her what to do. Easy as pie. But it's the expectation of when I need something, I've got something. If I want something, God will help me with that thing. Like God is my good God. Yeah. It's funny because that is the most real thing. And the enemy will say, the flesh will say like, oh, you guys are, what you're talking about is just like, it's just, um, it's, yeah, it's nice, but it's not really reality. And the thing is, is when we set our minds on, like, purposing ourselves of, God, you are yeah. so good. God, you are so big. It's like coming up from uh, being underwater to, like, to breathe again. Yeah. It's like, this yeah. is true. Yeah. Like, I've been listening to nonsense. And, yeah. and the, fle- the enemy will be like, no, listen to the nonsense. The nonsense is real. The mm-hmm. non- you know, it's hard. <clears throat> You don't have what you need to do this. You can't do it. And it'll seem real. Yeah. But the thing is, is the things that, like, the enemy says are too good to be true, that's what is the most real thing. God always leading us to triumph. That is the most real thing. And as we give ourselves to it, it will be like coming up out of the water to to breathe again. It's real. It's not just like like hopes and dreams that are not real, not attainable. This yeah. is the most real thing. And if you yeah. feel your flesh like, ah, this is yeah. too good to be true, yeah. it's just trying to hold you back. Well, and yeah. things get bigger when they're in the dark, you know? Like when you can't see something, mm-hmm. that's when like, that's when the boogeyman would come out. Like as little kids, when it's all dark in the room and all of a sudden <laughs> you hear a sound, it's like, what the junk was that? Like what noise is creaking yeah. in the hallway? It's because you can't see what's around you. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving helps us to be in position to see. Yeah. Like that's what it does. Yeah. And it reminds me of earlier, like when we were we were all talking about the broadcast earlier and Abby had an opportunity come up and it was yeah. it, it was probably not a super fun opportunity. I'm not gonna go it into you can if you want, <laughs> but all what had happened was there was just some darkness that was yeah. trying to exist. Some of those creepy crawly little things are like, yeah. hey, it's a big deal, big deal, big deal. It's a really big deal, huge. Yeah. And what she did is she shed some light on those suckers. And yeah. that's all that it is. See, the enemy's yeah. not some big bad yeah. buffoon. He's a little tiny like weasel who's yeah. just, he's a small tiny fox looking for any nook and cranny to creep yeah. in there to steal, kill, and destroy because he's a dirt bag. And that's what he wants to do. He, he, it's a smoke and mirrors game with him. Right. And so he's like yeah. the wizard on the Wizard of Oz who's like, don't look behind the, the curtain. No, 
rip that curtain down. Like, yeah. uh, shed some light on that curtain. Because when the light comes where darkness is, darkness yeah. and light can't exist in the same place. It can't. Darkness will always lose to the light that overpowers it. So yeah. when you have those thoughts where it's like, it's loud and... The reason that it feels like you're breathing again is because you shed the light on the thing and you yeah. realize there's nothing to fear. The yeah. unknown, yeah. I don't have to fear yeah. because I'm always being led to triumph. So if it feels mm -hmm. dark, I'm going to shine the light on it. Yeah. I pray that yeah. so often, almost daily. Lord, shine your light on areas we don't even know are darkened yet. Because pastor spoke that in one of my very first Sundays I was ever here and it marked me. I, there's yeah. stuff I don't even know is dark in me. Yeah, there's darkness that tries to creep in, yeah. but shine the light on that stuff. Let those things be seen for what they are. The tiny, insignificant pieces of junk that you can just blow away with the yeah. winds of God. The winds yeah. of God takes care of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have the image. I'm going to give it to Sammy. The image of the, of the that NASA put out of the galaxies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's funny, though, also, like, how one thing that you correct uh, can have a astronomical, like, uh, like... Because ast astronomy. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> astronomical, like, um, result. Like, I, don't, I feel like someone was talking about that recently. I don't know if it was pastor or something, but, like, um, like, it can just be this one thing. Was it yesterday? I don't know. Someone was talking about that. But, like, it can just be this... One thing, and the enemy, enemy will be like, nah, it's so many. Like, you need to work on so many things. Yeah. Not like, this, like, just this one tweak can mm -hmm. just change everything. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm I can't tell you how many times I have had, like, um, I have not been focusing. And you myself. did great with that. Like, I, I don't know if oh, I said that oh. in there. You did great. Like, you. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. I cannot tell you how many times, um, what's. Anything. I just haven't been focusing myself on God and his goodness. And, like, one thing has come up. And I felt like there were a hundred. Mm -hmm. Like, and, like, someone would ask me how my day is. I'm like, there's just so many things going wrong. So many mm -hmm. things. And they're like, okay, what's going wrong? Like, what can I help with? And I was like, this. This is what's wrong. <laughs> and it's like, it, once you put words to it. It's this, like, puny little problem that yeah. can be solved in five minutes yep. that may already be solved, yep. in all honesty. But just meditating yeah. on it has created this, created it into this huge thing. My dad uses the analogy of, like, on Tom and Jerry, when um, uh, Jerry would walk in front of the flashlight, mm -hmm. and, like, he's just this little tiny mouse, but then on the wall is this huge, like, monster-looking thing. It's just a Smoking shadow mirrors. of him. Yeah, it's this huge thing. And the enemy is a complete, he's a liar and he's a deceiver. And he would love to do that to everything that will allow him to. Yeah. But that's where we've got to fill ourselves up with the word, fill ourselves up with the truth. So that when, so that we'll start to recognize those things as lies and recognize yeah. no matter how real this attack feels, no matter how real any of this feels, this this isn't reality. Right. Let me let me refill myself up. Let me renew my mind with what is reality. Yeah. What my Lord says is reality. Well, like pastor's been preaching on it that his word brings light. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, it brings clarity. It, yeah. Like this illustration came up like when we were in Texarkana. Um, but like you, you, you see like a TV and there's the and like the TV static mm -hmm. and, and all that stuff mm -hmm. and 
And yeah. it's just like loud and static. And, and there's been many times when my head's been very similar. Like I'm trying to hear from the Lord or I'm trying yeah. to figure something out. And it's just like because of all these lies and yeah. like, that the devil's trying to put into my head, it just gets really static. And it's like I can't think straight. I have a yeah. hard time just even being able to hear from the Lord. And, um, and the, the, perp- the static is evidence that there's a, something missing in the con- in connection, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lack of connection going on. Yeah. And, um, and so what do I need to do in that moment? I need to get back into fellowship with the Lord because yeah. uh, God's yep. not the author of confusion. He's the author of peace. The devil's the author of confusion. Yeah. So if there's all these confusing things saying, no, this isn't real, this is real, like all these different things, and I don't know what, which way is up, I need to get into him. And like you were saying before, how do I get into him? Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, yeah. praise. Yeah. Like enter into his gates with Thanksgiving. So I need to start just looking up and say, yeah. like, even if I, I don't really know how to think, I need to just start giving thanks. I yeah. need to start praying yeah. the spirit. And that's how I enter into his fellowship. And that's when he begins to just work the things out. He yeah. begins to clear things up because yeah. now in his presence, who he is light and in him there's no darkness at all. Yeah. When I enter into his presence, it starts shining the light on those things and now he, he's able to deal with them. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but I enter into that place when I don't know what to do, I enter into that place with Thanksgiving. Well, and one of the things that, as you were talking, an example came up to me. I've always been someone who has enjoyed the, you know, the lion more than the lamb. Like, Jesus is the lion. Jesus is always the lamb. I, I, my flesh is always like, yeah, lion. Um, <laughs> the gentleness aspect is something I've grown in and I'm still growing in. But when it comes down to moments like you're describing of static being out, my flesh's natural default would be rip the cord out, get a brand new cord, like buy a whole new TV. Like we're going to do this thing when it's literally as simple as just plugging something back into the wall. And the example that came up to me was two or three years ago. I don't, I don't remember if you guys were here or not. I don't think you were, but you may have been. Um, There was a service. You were definitely here and it was just funky. Like everybody was just kind of like, Through the whole thing, like worship was, prayer was, everybody saying hello was, like it was just that good the whole time. And I was like, man, I did my best. Like I remember leaving the platform. I'm like, we praised hard today. Like what is with this right now? Like we prayed well. I don't understand what's going on. And we sat down and I was honestly like my flesh was ticked off. I'm like, guys, come on. Let this be a good service. No. Like I was so irritated and (laughs) just, it happens, but it has happened. I'm doing so much better, but (laughs) we're sitting down and pastor who is obviously over the service, over control of everything. He's like, we're going to pray for a little bit. I was like, yeah, we are. We, we need to pray for a little bit. And like not sassy toward him. Just like everybody else pray, better pray right now. And like, so we start and like, and I'm praying. I'm like, yeah, you guys hear it? We're praying. Are you, are you getting it? Are you getting it? And like my flesh is so stupid, but like I'm sitting there like in my self-righteousness of, well, I'm glad that I came in holy today for pastor. And then pastor like starts thanking the Lord and my flesh like was honestly it was so interesting because like my spirit and soul were so excited because I'm learning what to do and my flesh however was so irritated I'm like come on preach hard like (laughs) pray hard to the people come on guys I don't think I've ever told him this surprise if you're still watching but (laughs) I like I was genuinely so excited though because I'm like either something's gonna shift 
or we're all going to get corrected one way or another. Like it's going to get fine. (laughs) But so he starts praying and is like having, he instructed all of us to pray in Thanksgiving. He's like, just start thanking the Lord. Like just, I think he was like, just start thinking of the things that you're thankful for. Pastor, give me a thumbs up. I love you. Love you, Pastor Papa. Love you. But like he starts telling us to start thinking of things that we're thankful for and praying toward that. Pray in Thanksgiving. Pray with that way. And we did. And all of the in the service, because it was not just me. It was the room. It all started to lift. And all of a sudden, it was like you're describing, like being able to breathe. All of a sudden, the anointing came in. (laughs) The peace of God came in. And I realized at that moment that the word is actually true and not just like you're describing where it's like, come on. Thanksgiving is not as effective as beating the people. Like, come (laughs) on. (laughs) But it was like the whole thing shifted. And all of a sudden the Lord is there. We're there. And the Lord did a phenomenal work that day, but it came because Thanksgiving will truly draw us into that presence. Even if your flesh is like, I want to do something. The best thing to do is get with him. And the way to get with him is to be thankful. It truly draws you into that presence. Yeah. I've forgotten about that. It was so true. I didn't. It marked me. (laughs) (laughs) Everything was weird that day. I was like, well, I don't know what else can fix it. And it was... It pray harder, like, <laughs> strain, bleed when you pray. It seemed like everything we had tried had like not worked. Yes. And so I was like, it must be something stronger that needs to happen. Yeah, the stronghold. <laughs> gotta like, come down. Yeah, I thought Pastor was gonna come in and just like whip everybody. And and it was uh, mercy, mercy that triumphed over judgment. Yeah, righteousness instead of works. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I liked the works. The works felt fun. It was, it was so many times. I think we've, um, at least I, you can let me know um, if it's not just me. Just you. It's probably just me. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I've held myself to such like, uh, like a crazy standard, like unrealistic, like, okay, you should never mess up again. Good. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. And so if I have, it's like, I've disappointed myself. I've disappointed God. I've disappointed everyone around me. Yeah. And, like, it's it's given room to just feel funky anytime. Like, if I breathe in the wrong pattern, oh, messed up. That probably wasn't the right pattern I should have breathed in. And then everything yeah. feels funky that day because I wasn't perfect. And if we'll just relax. Yeah. Like, when if I just relax, everything's fine. Yeah. God's not holding us to an unreasonable standard. God knows that we have a flesh and he wants us to help. He wants to help us live in our best life. Yeah. But he knows, you know, just as a kid learns how to walk, you're, they're going to fall down and they're going to fall down more than once. Yeah. More than twice. And so even when I've like, I've gotten up the courage to like ask God for mercy for something and I've received, I've actually received mercy for something. The next time I've messed up, especially if it's been in a similar area, I'm like, he forgave, he forgave me once, but I did it again. His mercies are done. They're done with me. He's used up all of his mercy. And that's not the truth at all. He has new mercies every day for us. He's a good father. And, you know, he, he just wants us to receive from him. He doesn't want us to beat ourselves up yeah. for all these crazy things. He's not beating us up. So why would we be beating ourselves up. He just wants us to knock the dust off 
ourselves and then just hop back up. Yeah. And that's that's truly, you know, whenever it's been like a funky service or a funky day, it's just it's good to just rest and relax. Yeah. God is pleased with me. God's pleased with me and just be thankful. And that'll I mean that's like those two things have been the main things I've had to focus on. Yeah. Because they've been the main two things that the enemy has tried to quickly get me off course. Those two things attacking immediately. Yeah, Pastor put in that the, all, that this really boils down to the two parts yeah. of life. The, yeah. Letting the anointing mm-hmm. break through. And you can't, yeah. the anointing's not there until we receive the anointing. Yeah. Like we can't wield something that we don't have. So yeah. we can't use the anointing yeah. until we receive it. And we receive it by receiving his love. His anointing is his love. Like, they're, they're together because his anointing is him. He is love. So when we receive that, we can, then, right. we can then give love back to God. Yeah. I've looked, I don't know quite how to put words to this. Help me if you have better words for it. But I've, I've actually looked at thanksgiving and praise uh, works-based. Like, my flesh has, has been like, mm-hmm. that's, that's works. That's a chore. Like that's yeah. something to do. And, like, when... When I haven't been receiving God's love or receiving from Him, it's it, my flesh has lied and been like, oh, it's just one more thing to do. Like, it's yeah. just, you don't have anything to give. Like, you can't give it. You don't have anything to give. It's really amazing, though, like, how when you praise Him and you thank Him, like, I don't know spiritually exactly what's happening, but it's like you're receiving simultaneously. It, it's not like a dead work or anything like that. It's you're like, recognizing what's already been done. Yeah. Like, that yeah. thanksgiving is just truly just being thankful. So when we purpose ourselves to be thankful, we're not doing anything other than recognizing, look at all that you have already done, Lord. Like, I may say it, but I'm just acknowledging how good he is. It's a a form of receiving. For sure. Even though you're you're giving him praise, you actually, it's a form of receiving. There was one day where, I don't think it was the same day, maybe it was, but there was one day where we... It was all a special day. The whole day was had, special. We've had a few days where we've, we've as a whole body, needed to grow. <laughs> uh, there was one day where we... Yeah. Ju- I don't think Pastor even preached this day. I, I mean, he taught, but we uh, we just sang. <laughs> like, we just sang yeah. to the Lord. Yeah. And I remember, and this kind of sounds corny, and if you're like a man, like, I'm sorry, it's kind of a corny illustration, but it, it's really one that the Lord kind of showed me, was the day when we were just worshiping Him... Um, in my head has been so works based that even that my flesh has been like, ah, oh, it's you know, it's just giving, giving, giving. You're always giving, giving, just stupid lies. But what's interesting is that I would complicate things and be like, okay, do I do I need to give to God right now, or do I yeah. need to like receive from God right now, or like what is what do I need to do right now, like it, under pressure? And um, it was cool because I I had while we were worshiping, I had this like vi- like kind of an an image of like. It's like when you're praising him, when you're thanking him, worshiping yeah. him, it's like reaching out and giving him a hug. And it, you can't hug, like you can't, like if you were to physically, God was standing right here and you were physically able to hug him, you can't give him a hug without also receiving a hug. You can, it's just real awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a weird relationship. And God's not weird. No, unless it's a weird relationship. Like, if you give to him, like, and he, if you hug him, you're receiving back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, whenever your flesh is like, you're just too tired to give thanksgiving. <laughs> it's too much. You can't do it. There's no way that you're going to, like, reach out for him 
and he's not going to give back to yeah. me in that same moment. Brooklyn yeah. laughed and said, great analogy. <laughs> Pastor said, I spent years trying to break through. I spent seconds receiving breakthrough. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Simple. That'll preach. No, mm-hmm. I'm just imagining God like limp fish giving us, like receiving hugs Lord, from us. please don't ever give me a hug <laughs> Never, like that in no. Please don't ever do that. <laughs> Amen. No, that's not how he does it. Abby, when you go to heaven... Oh. No, he won't. No, there's no sadness in heaven. No, there, but there might be sassiness. Sassiness? There's for sure. Probably. There sure is. Oh like, I mean, read the Bible. At least for a second. That's it, true. And then instantly in your brain, this moment will come up. But he's going to be, like, gonna, be there. He's going to be like, I told him to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does have a sense of humor. God really does have yeah. a sense of humor. That's the truth. I'm for sure imagining Buddy just there the moment that you get to heaven. He's like, and that's it. The, Using my Buddy's heavenly face. camcorder. <laughs> On your shoulder. Like, I can imagine your face of, hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. For <laughs> Joni, Abby, so seriously. No, he won't. No, he loves me too much. We've already talked about it. And then underneath, Greg says, yep. <laughs> yep to what? To him not hugging me? I mean, I feel like he'd give you a real one afterwards, but then it's like, <laughs> it's your first laugh with yeah. Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> He'll give you a real one afterwards. Candace said, God is hilarious. Joni says, That's I could true. see Buddy greeting us like that in heaven. That's, That's true. The- Are you going to be a hugger in heaven? Well, the first With thing the that cat. came to my mind is, why am I dying first? <laughs> I was That's, imagining the rapture, yeah. but, I mean, you take it however so you will. So I'm getting rapture first. <laughs> I was imagining, you know, all at the same time. But you can imagine it a lot more morbid than that. Honestly, fine. Joni, Joni said, us, buddy! <laughs> buddy, hi. <laughs> I mean, we're supposed to be able to recognize one another in heaven. I'm not going to be shocked if it's, mm-hmm. hi. <laughs> It's like Jesus, you know, telling them to cast the fish on the other side, and they couldn't see who it was, and cast on the other side. Oh, that's Jesus. Like, hi. Hi. Oh, that's that's funny. funny. I can see him. Greg said yes. His his yep was to God has a sense of humor. Oh, there you go. Oh, I got you. I got you. I don't know where we got, how we got here, but no. it's true. God does have some sweet. You hugging. No, hugging. Jesus uh, and hugging Jesus. And God, and God not hugging Abby. <laughs> Hannah says, catch me swimming in the river in heaven. <laughs> I love him. Hannah's also very visual. Oh, my gosh. That's true. Yes. No, that. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor said, cast the fish on the other side. <laughs> Joni said, sorry, buddy. I didn't mean that you would die first. LOL. Thank you. It's all the, simultaneous. We're just all in the rapture. Yeah. The LOL still felt slightly passive-aggressive. I didn't mean you died first. Ah. Johnny's LOLs, honestly, Johnny's LOLs are usually aggressive LOLs. That's like, true. I don't know how, but they, she somehow makes them a little bit aggressive. I mean you die first. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're here now, guys. Yep, we're here. Well, we'll be thankful. Yep. Yep. You just started talking and then took a drink. You, like You could be thankful that in our story you're meeting Jesus first. Amen. Yeah, I'm thankful for good that. Thing. Good thing. I'm thankful for cats. <laughs> wow. Lord, Great. I want to replay it. I don't know. Look I at that. Commit your works that your thoughts be established. <laughs> good job, buddy. That's my wallpaper. 1.15 p.m. 
One fifteen uh, p.m. No, my wallpaper. Wallpaper is me saying that. No, my wallpaper is not you. It says uh, amplified <laughs> classic. Roll your works upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to Him. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to His will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. I legitimately had no idea what you were talking about. What was your background? <laughs> I'm sounds, like, it's not funny. It sounds really different than the amplified. <laughs> Roll your works Sh- upon Sherry the jumps Lord. Back in. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah said Joni's LOLs are her text versions of Sweetie. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Greg says, I've never thought about an LOL being passive aggressive. Um, Just talk to Joni. Or you. What? Are you t- what? My LOLs are aggressive? What? What do you mean? We can talk about it after. Wait, okay, we'll talk yeah. about it later. LOL. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. Do your thing. Well, guys, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> I, I'm assuming we're wrapping up at this yes, point because we we've kind of veered off. Well, guys, thank you for joining us today. Uh, this has been a good word. If this has blessed you, share it. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want to invite you to share it. If it blessed you, I'm sure it'll bless someone else. LOL. <laughs> so, uh, but we also uh, want to give you an opportunity to sow into the broadcast today. Uh, if this is, we completely uh, sow this broadcast yeah. into you. Uh, this is this is really you know our way of just honor, honoring and blessing you, and we want to give you an opportunity to uh, yeah. sow into this broadcast. Um, and if you want to sow, you can go to giveww.org. We got Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Text Give. You can give cryptocurrency or NFTs. You can give once. You can give recurring. It's all available at giveww.org. Uh, but if you are going to sow, we want to bless that seed. Um, so go for it. All right, I'm going to bless that seed. Um, LOL. Father, we just thank you for your goodness and your grace. Lord, right now, we just declare every seed blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over. May men pour out into their laps according to your word. And Father, right now, I thank you, Lord, for financial breakthroughs happening in the lives of the people. God, I thank you, Lord, that if they've had uh, struggles or issues financially, if they if their brains have been just reeling and racking over, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to overcome this? How am I going to be able to pay this off or do this, Lord? Right now, in Jesus' name, we just shift that mindset, and we begin to thank you that your word is true. Thank you, Father, that you shall supply all our need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you, and in that thanksgiving, I thank you, Lord, that you bring clarity. Mm -hmm. God, and as we thank you, I thank you, Lord, that the peace of God that transcends all understanding We'll guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We just declare that peace to yeah. be over the people's minds. We declare peace to be over their hearts and minds as they come to you with thanksgiving and praise. And we thank you, we praise you for your goodness and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks amen. for being on with us today, guys. Pastor, thank you especially for being on and sassing Joni right with us. <laughs> it's great to have both of you on. We love you very much. And we love all of you, too. And because we love you, we want to let you know ahead of time. Next yes. week, we're off next week. We are taking a week-long break, but coming back better than ever the following week. So make sure that you're here with us every single day this week and get full, get filled up with the Word of God. Just really come hang out with us because we love you. And so next (coughs) week we're off. 
make plans to just rewatch some of the broadcasts, which you can do right now since we're wrapping up. You can also click through to any of our no hundreds. We have literally yeah. hundreds of broadcasts. Watch through some of those. They're going to be phenomenal. So we love you. We will be back tomorrow. Also at 1130. We love you. Be blessed. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you tomorrow.